Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I am your host, David C., as always. Hey there, Mavs fans, and welcome to a Western Conference Finals edition of Mavs Content Crazy. And in today's episode, not the start the Mavericks were looking for as they fall to Golden State 112-87. to But why we shouldn't get too down on our Mavs just yet. So, Mavs fans, obviously this is not the start we were looking for. Not the start we were expecting in the Western Conference Finals against these Golden State Warriors. But... Let's not be too disappointed. Remember, in the first two series so far in these playoffs, our Mavericks have lost game one of each of the last two series. So even though things look a little bleak and it definitely wasn't the performance we were looking for, there's still some things that we can take away from this game and look to as positives as we move forward in this series. Obviously, first things first, the Mavericks did not shoot well at all in this game. Uh, we noticed it right off the bat. As soon as the game started, everyone looked just a little bit tight, if not nervous, if not fatigued. Everyone's shot was not going down, uh, and they were wide open looks. Let's not uh, misunderstand what happened in this game. I know a lot of people look at the score. They look at how the Mavericks shot, and they immediately go to, well, Golden State was playing really good defense against the Mavericks, and that's what happened in this game. But... I will kind of go the other way. I will say it was because the Mavericks just missed shot after shot. Charles Barkley, who <laughs> is, is actually a Maverick fan in this series, uh, said it himself at halftime during the game that the Mavericks just were missing open looks. And they were. They were missing every open shot that they had in the first half. And that was a little disappointing to see. But we have just come off of one of the most emotional series in a long time for the Mavericks in the playoffs against the Phoenix Suns, who no one gave us a chance to beat. And playing in a game seven with emotions running extremely high, we came out and just did not have the performance we were looking for in the first game against Golden State. Not anything to be upset about. I just think there was just a lot of energy expended in that game seven. And you have to reset. You have to completely change your mindset coming into a Western Conference Finals matchup against these Golden State Warriors because it is completely different. You're dealing with a completely different team, a completely different offensive set, and you have to change up your defense in a couple of different ways. And one of the most glaring ways that I've seen in this game was the backdoor cut. Because even though Golden State beat us the way that they did, it wasn't like they shot at an extremely high clip, especially from the three-point line themselves. It was two-point baskets that absolutely killed the Mavericks in this game, especially the backdoor cut. I mean, you've seen it time after time, especially in the second half when things got out of hand where it was Klay Thompson or one of the... Uh, many other Golden State players that were making backdoor cuts and they were wide open every single time for an easy layup or an easy little uh, floater type shot around the rim. So the Mavericks, I think, will improve in that area. They will make the defensive adjustments and be better in game two and in the rest of this series moving forward. And like I said, with them playing against the Phoenix Suns in a game seven, maybe the Mavericks just needed a game to readjust themselves and get themselves right and 
just be ready for the Western Conference Finals as what it is, a huge, huge series for this Dallas Maverick team. Now, I think you can look no further than our leader, the main guy for the Mavericks, Luka Doncic, who came out in this game and just, he hit his first couple shots, but then seemed to just be in his head a little bit. I don't know if it was um, frustration or just nervousness. He just did not look the same in this game after the first couple of minutes, to the point where we know what Luka has been averaging in the playoffs this year, averaging about 33 points a game, and came out in this one and played 35 minutes, had 20 points, 7 rebounds, and 4 assists, going 6 of 18 from the field, 3 of 8 from the 3-point line, and 5 of 8 from the free-throw line. So, obviously, those are not the numbers that we're used to seeing from Luka in these playoffs. He, he just didn't have it. He was settling for a lot of step-back threes, especially in the second half. And that's just not the aggression that we've seen from Luka in the last series. In the last series, we've seen him driving to the rim time after time, putting pressure on the defense of the Suns, and he didn't do that in this game. Now, some will say it was because of the type of defense that they played on him and that Wiggins was playing really good defense on Luka. I'll say to this. Wiggins may have been an all-star this year, but there is in no way, shape, or form that Wiggins can stay in front of Luka and can guard Luka one-on-one. This was just a off game for Luka and a game where he just didn't seem to have it. So I'm not going to give any credit to Wiggins as a defensive stopper on Luka at this point in this series. I just think Luka just kind of needed to regather himself because he was pretty upset throughout the game. He was kind of yelling at the refs a lot, and he tried to take a foul in the third quarter at one point and just swiped at one of the Golden State players and completely missed him. So it was just a frustrating game for Luka, and I think he will definitely be better moving forward in the series. And there is one thing that was glaringly obvious at the beginning of this game, and as the game progressed, against the Phoenix Suns, there was an aggression that Luka had and an anger and that had to do, to do a little bit with uh, Devin Booker and Chris Paul and their antics and things like that and the way that, that they talked because Phoenix definitely loved to talk during that series. And obviously, the biggest one being Booker with his Lucas special comment. We don't really have that in this series. There's something to be said about having that little edge against the, the opponent that you're playing. And right now, I don't think the Mavericks really have that um, anger toward the Golden State Warriors. Uh, quite the contrary, there has been nothing but respect both ways coming into this series and coming into that game one. Draymond Green, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, all of them had nothing but positive things to say about Luka and how well he has been playing in these playoffs and how well he played this season. And there was no disrespect, no slander, no... Um, giddiness or giggling going on when you talk about Luka or his defense. Draymond and the rest of the players just had nothing but good things to say and vice versa. Luka was very positive and very um, admiring of what the Golden State Warriors have been and have done and what they are this season. So I just think that we need a little bit of an edge a little bit. We need Luka to get angry a little bit. And if you're looking for a reason to get angry, Luka, look no further than Steph Curry hitting a three and dancing um, when he wasn't even shooting particularly well in the game. He hit 
a couple of three-point shots and then decided to dance a little bit in front of our players. And that, to me, is always going to make me upset as a fan uh, going against Golden State. And if I'm a player of the Mavericks, it's definitely going to upset me just a little bit more to have Steph Curry just out there dancing away on our team when he's hitting three-point baskets. So if you're looking for an edge, Luka, if you're looking for an edge, Mavericks, look at that, the fact that a guy who wasn't playing well was dancing on your team. So I just think we just need to find that edge a little bit. But when you get back to to this game and what our guys did, um, you know, Reggie Bullock did hit a couple of shots early in the game and then hit one late, and that was pretty much in for him. Bullock didn't play his heavy load the way we were used to seeing. He played 36 minutes, had 12 points, 3 rebounds, and 2 assists, going 4 of 12 from the field and 3 of 10 from the 3-point line. And again, that goes back to what I was saying. We had guys open for looks in the first half, and none of them were going down. And when we're talking about Reggie Bullock, who plays extremely good defense, you also have to bring up Dorian Finney-Smith, who in this game himself played 34 minutes, had 5 points, seven rebounds with zero assists, going two of six from the field and one of three from the three-point line. So those two guys are obviously our defensive stoppers in Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith. They are the guys we're going to depend on to play good and solid defense against uh, Clay Thompson, uh, Poole, and Curry. So I think those guys are also going to have to keep them honest on the defensive end by hitting some shots, and they were not able to do so, especially early in this game. Bullock had about three or four wide-open looks early in the game that he missed. Dorian missed his open looks that he had in this game, and it was just a little disappointing to see that these guys weren't able to hit those open looks. But we've seen this before. <laughs> in the games against Phoenix, in Phoenix, in one and two Games one and two of that series, we did not shoot well at all on their home court, and it looked really, really bad. <laughs> Let's be honest with ourselves. We uh, were a little concerned after the first two games in Phoenix because of how um, our shooting was not falling down, but it changed when we came back to Dallas. And I don't expect that to happen in this series. I actually expect Bullock and Dorian to improve that shooting in game two against Golden State and not have to wait to come back to Dallas in order to get their shots to start falling. I expect a change there. I think we will see a change there in game two here tonight at 8 o'clock on TNT. And I think Dorian and Bullock will have a little bit more of an edge when it comes out on the defensive end of the floor in this game. I think after this performance, they will be ready for game two and have their heads on a little bit more straight and ready to go in game two. But again, them only giving you 17 points combined with 10 rebounds and really non-efficient shooting. I think that will improve as we move forward. Jalen Brunson seems to have found uh, his shot a little bit, especially late in uh, games. He seems to play a little bit better in the fourth quarter, which I'm 100% fine with. If Jalen's going to pick up his game in the fourth quarter, I'm okay with him not having the best early portions of the game. But Brunson in this one played 32 minutes, had 14 points, 4 rebounds, and 4 assists. Going 6 of 16 from the field and 0 of 5 from the three-point line. And only 2 of 4 from the free throw line. And I, I hate to keep harping on this, but it's just the same old story. Our shooting was not there. 0 of 5 from the three-point line. You definitely expect Brunson to shoot better from out there. His, his shooting percentage from the three-point line is definitely better than that. He just, again, missed wide-open looks where Luka was making the right plays and the right passes early 
But when guys weren't making shots, I think Luca pressured a little bit in the second half and, and threw up a lot of shots that he probably shouldn't have. But Brunson picked it up in the second half. In the third quarter, it was actually Brunson's run that kind of um, made you feel like the Mavericks maybe could have gotten back into the game a little bit. But of course, Golden State went on the run of their own and kind of made sure that the Mavericks couldn't get back in it. Now, one person I will say that definitely left a lot to be desired in this game was Dwight Powell. I'm not sure what is going on with Dwight Powell right now. He was so good for the Mavericks at the end of the season, but he has become Mr. Irrelevant to take a turn from the NFL draft uh, when it comes to the playoffs. He just cannot do anything for this Maverick team. He's not getting points. He's not getting rebounds. He's not getting the hustle plays that we were seeing. He's just not performing right now for the Dallas Mavericks. And to further that point, Powell only played 14 minutes in this game, had three points and three rebounds, going one of two from the field. So that is a problem. When Looney, who I'll give him his credit, he had a really good game against Memphis where he had 22 rebounds, but that was kind of an oddity as far as what he does. He is not a hyper-effective center and definitely not much bigger than Powell where he should just be um, feasting on the boards and pushing Powell out of the way the way he was in this game. I am 100% just <laughs> disappointed in Dwight Powell to this point in the playoffs. And I really, really thought he was going to have a chance to make a difference in this series. And maybe he will in the long run. But in game one, he was just another disappointing performance for Dwight Powell. I hopefully think he can um, improve on that and that will be seen as we move forward. But Dwight Powell definitely needs to pick up his game and help out the Mavericks in that starting center position because we know it's going to be Maxi Kleba who's going to get most of the minutes at the center position coming in off the bench, which he did again in this game. But you got really nothing from Maxi either in this one. So when you're getting zero production from your center position, it's it's not going to be helpful for your team, especially on a road game in a tough place to play like Golden State. So Maxi Kleba coming in off the bench in 19 minutes, had three points and three rebounds, going one of four from the field, and that being just one three-point shot. So again, as I just said, when you're getting six points and six rebounds, from your two centers, so from total your, your center position, whether it be bench or starters, to only get six points and six rebounds is a bit of a problem, especially against a team that doesn't have a true center other than Looney out there who's going to make a difference. So I, I think they will be better. I think they have to be better if we're going to have a chance in this series. And uh, I've seen nothing so far in this playoffs to make me believe that they won't improve after game one and, and be better in game two coming up tonight. So one player, though, that seems to have got it going for himself, and it's a great sign for the Mavericks moving forward in this series, is Spencer Dimwitty. Spencer Dimwitty was the only efficient shooter for the Mavericks out there on the court tonight, and he was doing his best to keep the Mavericks connected in this game. Spencer, in 24 minutes off the bench, had 17 points, one rebound, and two assists, going 5 of 11 from the field and 3 of 7 from the three-point line, along with going 4 of 5 from the free-throw line. So Spencer has definitely got his legs back. He's definitely looking like the player that we had at the end of the season. He played really well in Game 6 against Utah, played amazing in Game 6 and 7 against the Suns, and now had a good game again in Game 1 against Golden State. So 
really we just need everyone else to play the way that we know that they're capable of and helping this Dallas Maverick team uh, move forward in this series. Now, when it comes to the bench, obviously, the Mavericks don't go very deep into their bench and didn't do so again in this game until the game was pretty much out of hand in the fourth quarter when we seen some of the other guys out there. But one guy in particular is someone who the Mavericks are going to need to come in and be the flamethrower that he can be, and that is Davis Bertans. Because we are playing against a high-powered offense in the Golden State Warriors. So you're going to need your guys to make their three-point shots, especially the specialists that you have on your team that are expected to come in and hit those type of shots. Davis Bertans is one of those guys. He is someone that we expect to come in and just hit three-point shots and help our Maverick team offensively coming in off the bench. But in Bertans' 13 minutes out there, he only got you one rebound. One going 0-4 from the three-point line. So that's not going to get it done. You need more production from your bench if we're going to beat this Golden State team here in this series, which I still believe we are capable of. Again, guys, this was an outliner game. This was a game, again, where we're on the road right after a Game 7. Emotions are still high, and I just think that we were probably just a little in our heads a little bit after that Phoenix series. So I think we will improve. I think we will be a lot better because I can tell you what right now, I don't think there's going to be very many games where the Mavericks shoot 36% from the field and 23% from the three-point line, along with 67% from the free throw line. So those are terrible shooting numbers, numbers that we don't see from this Dallas Maverick team very often. And I think we will be better than that. I just don't see that continuing as we play this Golden State Warriors team because we did have a lot of chances to take leads early in this game and we just didn't take those opportunities up. We didn't play to our best. And obviously, Golden State shot a lot better. They shot 56% from the field and 34% from the three-point line. But they only shot 63% from the free throw line. So when you look at the overall numbers, the Mavericks defense still played pretty well, holding them to 34% from the three-point line. If you can hold Golden State to that percentage and you're shooting well on your offensive side, then you give yourself a chance to win every single time against this Warriors team. But the Mavericks shots weren't falling, and that led to the result that we've seen 112-87. to So the Mavericks are a team that lives on the three-point line. We know this. Everyone in the league knows this. They talk about it every game we play on the broadcast that the Mavericks live and die by the three, which is always true, but we don't just hang on the three-point line. We also depend on our defense. It is three-point shooting and our defense that wins games for us, and I think that will continue in this one. But the most disappointing stat in this game, other than the shooting, other than the free throws, has to come down to rebounds. Again, as I was just saying earlier, they don't have very many big guys other than uh, Looney on their team. So we should be able to rebound with these guys. But the Mavericks were out-rebounded by 16 rebounds in this game, being out-rebounded 51-35. to 35. I did not expect that. I definitely thought we would get more of a contribution from Powell and Kleba on the rebounding end, but it just did not happen and maybe they just needed a game to acclimate themselves to playing in Golden State. Maybe that's all it was. 
I'm not going to read too much into just one game into this series, especially when we've seen this uh, story play out before. We've seen our Mavericks lose the first game in each of these first two series in this year's playoff run. So let's not get too down on our guys, Mavs fans. Let's still stay behind them. Let's stay confident. Let's rally behind our team and keep the faith. We still can win this series. We will definitely improve. Luka, who had 20 points in this one, that's not Luka. We know Luka will play better than that. And I think he will drive a bit more here on Game 2 tonight on TNT at 8 o'clock. And I think the Mavericks will even up this series at one apiece and come back to Dallas with an opportunity to claim home court advantage. So... A tough loss, 112-87, to 87, but let's rally behind our team, Mavs fans, and let's keep the confidence and let's keep the faith in our team. So that's going to be it for today's episode, Mavs fans. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you did, make sure you hit that subscribe button, like, follow, and share with your friends. And I hope you listen in next time, Mavs fans. Thanks a lot.